Hello and welcome to Couple Next Door from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. CBS Radio brings you The Couple Next Door, written by Peg Lynch and starring Peg Lynch and Alan Bunce. Now, pay attention. I'm teaching you things, honey. Well, I can't say yeah. I blame her. You're trying to teach her the complications of English history at 8 o'clock in the morning. Nobody but historians ever remember it, anyhow. You just get ready for breakfast, please. Look, huh? honey, she's <laughs> never going to remember all that Edward I and Edward II stuff, all those Charleses and Jameses and Henrys. Uh. Besides, when the time comes, she'll get all that in school. And it will ring a bell in her memory because she's heard of them before. And one of the reasons I was anxious to bring her on this trip to Europe is that it would also be educational. And I always loved history, and I want her to love it just as much as I did. <laughs> Probably going to make her hate it the rest of her life. It's all right, teacher. Okay, okay, go on, go on. Well, I'm glad you're going to be tied up with business and cannot go with us to the Tower of London this morning, sir. Why, you going back there again? Oh, we hardly saw anything the other day. Is everybody yeah. ready for breakfast? Yeah, we will be in five minutes, Aunt Abby. Now, now, Betsy, when Charles I was beheaded, like Anne Boleyn? That's right. <laughs> Do you hear that, dear? Now, you see, she, she does remember things. She does. You what does beheaded mean? Well, it means that, uh, uh, well, Charles I had his head cut off, but that's unimportant, darling. The point that I'm trying to make... Unimportant? Is I bet it wasn't unimportant to Charles. Takes a bit of doing to go around without a head, huh? <laughs> How about that, Betsy? <laughs> oh, you're impossible. Let's have breakfast, and then we are going to the Tower of London, and Betsy is going to learn some history. <laughs> School bells will soon be ringing again. CBS Radio offers these suggestions for making this your child's best school year ever. Be sure to send him off with a hearty breakfast every morning. He'll need the energy. Rehearse him in crossing streets safely, going to and from school. Keep up his spirits and the quality of his schoolwork by taking an active interest in his studies and his progress. When mother and dad are interested, youngsters do better work. Active parents keep schools and teaching standards at a high level. And here's the thought to make studies simpler. Does your child have trouble with arithmetic? One of the basic Milton Bradley teaching aids, understanding numbers, can help him and give him lots of fun at the same time. Like all Milton Bradley fun and learning teaching aids, understanding numbers is stimulating, educator approved, and grade identified. Give your child a bright start in school. Shop for Milton Bradley teaching aids at fine stores everywhere. For fun and learning, Milton Bradley teaching aids. the crown jewels. My goodness, I never saw so many diamonds and rubies and emeralds in my life. Look at that scepter with that cross. I know. Now, that, uh, let me read that. That has the Star of Africa, largest cut mm. diamond in the world. Mm. You see that, Betsy? Uh-huh. Darling, do turn around and pay attention. What are you looking at now? That little girl over there has an ice cream cone. <laughs> oh, I see. Betsy's star began. <laughs> you pay attention. You may also have one when oh. we leave the Tower of London. I forget ice cream cones. Look at these magnificent crown jewels. Little crown jewels. 
jewels that are in the crown, honey, that the kings and queens of England wear when they're crowned on the throne that we saw in Westminster Abbey the other day, remember? Now, look, there's Queen Victoria's crown. And oh, there's my King goodness, jo- come here. Where? In this tiny little alcove, some king was killed. There's a marker. It says, on this spot, Henry VI was killed while kneeling in prayer. Goodness, oh, what I'd something? like to see is where Mary, Queen of Scots, was in prison. <laughs> no, no, no. She wasn't held prisoner here in the Tower, Aunt Effie. She certainly was. No, no. That's one of the things I do remember about English history. She was held prisoner in the Tower of London. Well, well, and excuse behind. the interruption. No, no. The other lady is right, madam. Mm. I'm a Scot myself. And Mary was not held in the Tower. Oh. <laughs> oh, how do you do it? It was my recollection that Mary was held at the Fotheringay Castle, wasn't she? And executed there in 1586. Right uh, February 8th, 1586. Mary was deprived not only of her head, but of her natural birthright. If it had not been for that unjust and wicked deed, the Stuarts had today be sitting on the throne of Scotland and the rule in England. Ah, uh, yes. Oh. yes. I'm, well, I'm sorry for the outburst, but I just see red every time I think of it. Yes. Well, I've been trying to teach my little girl here something about the history of the Tower of London. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, if you like, I might be of some help. The truth is, I'm a guide myself. Oh. I take parties and tours all over England and Scotland. But it just happens to be my day off. And I was, uh, well, uh, brushing up a bit, you might say. Oh, well, we were just wandering around by ourselves. Well, if you come... like, and I'm not in the way, I'll wander along with you. I'm a personal friend of all the guards here. All the beef eaters. Oh. And I can show you some places that aren't open to the general public, if you like. Oh, oh well, that would be wonderful. What, wouldn't it, Aunt Effie? Oh, huh? my goodness, how she said. that would be I'll take that little girl, and you follow it. All huh? right. Now, what's your name? Oh. I don't think I quite understood him. Is he still mad about something that happened in 1586? Well, when Mary was beheaded, the Stuarts lost the throne, dear. <laughs> but he acts as though it happened yesterday. <laughs> I noticed. Well, come on, let's follow him and learn something. And this is known as the Bloody Tower. You're standing in the room where Sir Walter Raleigh was imprisoned for 12 years. Oh, my that short walk along the ramparts uh-huh. outside this room yeah. is known as Raleigh's Walk. Uh-huh. Nineteen steps, back and forth, uh-huh. back and forth. Uh-huh. That was all the fresh air and exercise he was allowed in those twelve years of imprisonment. Uh-huh. He was tried for treason and beheaded in 1618. They cut off his head, too? Yes, dear, now listen to Mr. Bryson. He's nice enough to take us around and tell us all these fascinating things. <laughs> You're now standing in the courtyard known as the Tower Green. And on this spot... Oh, Mommy, look at the blackbirds. Oh, uh, darling, never mind the birds. Well, those don't... birds have a history, too. They're not blackbirds. They're ravens. Oh. They date back to Charles II. And tradition has it, or superstition, that when there are no longer any ravens in the Tower Green, the British Empire will collapse. Oh, what is it then? Well, how do they keep them here? I mean, what if they fly away? Yeah. They can't fly away, madam. Their wings are clipped to make sure they don't fly away and collapse the empire. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> As I started to say, oh, you're standing on the spot where a special scaffold was erected for the executions of important personages. Oh. Here's where Anne Boleyn was beheaded, oh. Lady Jane Grey, oh. Catherine Howard, oh. and many others. They all had their heads cut off? Yeah, indeed they did. 
And they're buried over there in the Royal Chapel of St. Peter at Dinkula. Not open to the public, except for services on Sunday. Uh, but I, uh, I'm sure we can prevail upon one of the beefeaters over here to open the chapel for a few seconds. Oh, oh that would be wonderful. Uh, of course it uh, oh, It might that... be simpler to persuade him. Uh, yes. uh, well, uh, perhaps just a little something. Uh, money always talks. Oh, yes. Well, let me, let me do that. My goodness, you've been so... How much? A pound? A pound? Oh, certainly not. Half crowns plenty. Oh, well, I... Just a second. No, this is a shilling. Do you know why they're called beef eaters? No, sir. Well, actually, the word was originally buffetier. Now, the word in French is buffet. But in old English, it was buffet. And the buffetiers were the servants who carried in the enormous planks of meat served at the royal dinner. Oh, yes. Uh-huh. And somehow, over the centuries, the word buffeteer becomes beef eater. Oh, yes, 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 isn't that fascinating? Oh, yeah. there's many more fascinating and interesting things to see. I don't understand. Who was this fellow? Uh, Mr. Bryson, Arthur Bryson. He's a regular guide. He takes tours all over everywhere. But this was his day off, and he just went around with us and told us about everything. Well, just out of the goodness of his heart? Yes. Well, I think he was a little flattered that I knew as much as I did about the history of things. We saw places we wouldn't have seen without him. The chapel, which is always locked, and, and where the Earl of Essex was held, and a special dark tower room where prisoners had carved inscriptions in stone on the wall, like, like one had carved Jane, J-A-N-E, you know. Lady Jane Grey, you know. <laughs> I never knew you were so interested in history. Well, if children could only travel when they're still studying and see all these places, it would mean so much more. And I know this trip today was just marvelous for Betsy. She may not remember it all, but I know it made an impression, dear. Really, she was just fascinated. Yeah? Yeah. Where is she? Well, she's in the other room with Aunt Effie getting dressed for dinner. She said she's going to write something about what she learned today and read it to us after dinner. Oh, really? No kidding. Well, well I guess wait. I was wrong and you were right. I'll be anxious to hear what she learned. Yeah. We'll return to the couple next door in just a moment. It's new. It's special. What's this? Continental six-month floor wax in a new special size? Yes. Now, for the first time, you can get the new special size six-month floor wax for just about half the price of the regular can. That's right. The very same wonder wax that's guaranteed not to walk away, wash away, wear away for six full months is now available for the amazing low price of only 79 cents. Imagine, with the new special size six-month floor wax, you can take a summer vacation from weekly waxing and save money, too. Yes, wax just once with six-month floor wax, and the same normal care that keeps your floors clean now keeps them gleaming bright, scuff-resistant all summer long, or your money back. So this summer, relax. Don't wax. Look for six-month floor wax in the new half-price special size today. Only 79 cents everywhere. Get Continental Six-Month Wax. Okay, Betsy, you ready? We're all seated and ready to hear what you learned today. You going to read it to us? I'm going to show it to you. You have to look oh. at it because I drew pictures with it. Oh, oh you oh, did? Yeah. Well, not only a writer, but illustrates her own stories. <laughs> Here it is. There's four pictures. The title of it is How to Be Head. What? Oh, he says How to Be Head? Yes. This is the first picture. 
Place man's head on stone block. Sam Hill, what'd she know about the the block? You saw the execution block today, Daddy. And the big axe they did it with. Oh, my goodness. Look at the second picture. Take take axe and drop on man's head. Then number three is head falls off. Number four, head lands in a basket. That's blood dripping off right there. And that's the axe. (laughs) What's so funny? (laughs) Your mother's face. (laughs) Well, look, what else did you expect? (laughs) My goodness, that's all she heard today. <laughs> today, not only today, on every tour we've taken. That's history for you. In the old days, it was a pretty bloody affair. If somebody wanted the throne, he simply got rid of the one who was on it. Mm. You know the line from Shakespeare, uneasy lies the head that wears the crown. Yes, but my goodness, of all the things she's been told about it, that seems unnatural for her to, do, to be so fascinated. Not at all, not at all. She doesn't even really comprehend it, but you're trying to push her. Look, from now on, stop worrying and try to make the trip less educational. Yes, I guess I'd better. Yeah. What's the matter? Don't you like my drawings? Like them, oh, honey. I want them for my scrapbook. How to be now, but look, you sit on Daddy's lap right now because Daddy has a few little things that he'd better explain to you. The Couple Next Door is written by Peg Lynch and stars Peg Lynch and Alan Bunce with Francie Myers, Margaret Hamilton, and Robert Donnelly and is produced by 